Welcome to the inaugural episode of CamCast, guys. Uh, sorry it's taking a little bit longer than I want to since our initial start update. Uh, this is going to be episode one. This is it. This is what you guys have been all been waiting for, all uh, probably five, six of you. <laughs> so today, you know, with everything going on in the world right now with the COVID and all the social unrest, we're going to talk a little bit of baseball. Uh, and as you know, baseball has done a lot of great things recently. <laughs> no, they haven't. We're going to talk into the bullshit between the Players Association and the MLB owners, uh, get a lot of opinions, get some facts in there, and see what you guys have to say about it. All right, let's get going. All right, guys. Like the intro said, first episode of CamCast, and we are going to be doing an, a deep dive into my opinions on the Major League Baseball Players Association versus the owners of Major League Baseball, and how stupid they're being, how, and just you know, in general, just how it looks bad, the bad look that it's that it is. And so to start, I want to talk about my sports lineage in baseball, and I guess not lineage, I guess my fandom. Uh, I'm an Angels fan. You know, I live in Southern California. I've always been a big Angels fan, you know, since the dawn of time. And it sucks being an Angels fan. It's been a really rough, you know, eight years. It's been hard, maybe 10 years. You know, we just, we have this gray cloud over us where we always sign the wrong guys. All of our young guys get hurt or they don't pan out. The only bright spot's been Mike Trout. You know, Mike Trout is possibly the greatest baseball player we've ever seen. And it sucks that we've only seen him in three postseason games. You know, it, it really sucks, actually. It's just, it's no good. You know, back to the last 10 years, we've had so much promise. You know, in 2010, we lost a pitcher. Nick Adenhart, he died, you know, horribly. And then last year, we lost Tyler Skaggs. You know, it just seems like the Angels can never catch a break when it comes to stuff. And, you know, those are just, those are crazy events. Those type of things don't happen. But they happen to the Angels. You know, we sign all the wrong players. You know, we sign Gary Matthews Jr., Vernon Wells, you know, Bobby Abreu, all these guys who are old. We pay him a bunch of money. We got one of those on the on the roster right now, Justin Upton. I don't know why we signed him. I liked it at the time. But now he's overpaid. And, of course, Albert Pujols. Back in 2011, when I was a freshman in college, I was like, damn, man, we got Albert Pujols. That's awesome. No, he's 32. No, he's not. That dude was probably 42 in 2011. He's at least fucking... 55 years old now. Albert Pujols can't fucking run around the bases. You ever seen that guy huff and puff? I'm telling you, that $250 million contract we gave him, all he did was buy a whole bunch of food. That's all that dude has been doing since he's been in Anaheim is eating. I swear. He's not hitting home runs. All he is is injured, not trying to lose the weight to try to you know increase his longevity. It's not working. He's horrible. But even saying all that, I still love baseball. I love it. I love talking about it. I love going to the games. I love going to spring training. I love looking at the stats. There are a few people who are stat junkies like I am. I can go through and I can tell you pretty close to a lot of what people did the, the year before and even the year before that. I just I love looking at stats. I love doing deep dive in stats and seeing how good players actually are because you know I'm actually really big in fantasy baseball as well. So I, I just like doing it. It's a good time. Baseball's fun. There's so many storylines in baseball. It's every single at bat is a new matchup. It's a, it's a pitcher trying to figure out a hitter, and it's fun. But today we're not going to talk about any of the fun things. We are going to talk about this shitstorm that baseball has concocted right before our very eyes. So obviously right now, you know, the COVID's taken over and then a lot of the social unrest, but 
On March 26th, when this COVID stuff first started hitting the fan, the Major League Baseball Players Association and the Major League Baseball owners came to an agreement. The agreement was whenever baseball resumes, we will give the players a prorated salary for the amount of games played. And that's fair. That's honestly really fair. That's a really good, that's a good solid agreement. You know, that's cool. It's cool that they were able to come to that agreement so early on. You know, and then as a fan, we all kind of anticipated that Major League Baseball would be the first sport back. We anticipated it would be back before basketball, back before football, back before, you know, soccer, hockey, all of it. And the reason why is because, you know, baseball is kind of a socially distant sport as it is. You know, there's nine guys on a field, uh, ten including the batter. They're they're pretty spread apart. I mean, you can minimize everything. Everyone touches the same ball, but, I mean, even that could be minimized, you know. So we assumed that baseball would come back. Obviously, we haven't seen the past and how baseball likes to operate and do their bullshit because we could have seen this coming. It's happened before. Baseball seems like it's always in a labor dispute every other year, and this is no different. I mean, they had a, they literally locked out an entire World Series in 1994, and they almost had a, a, a strike, I believe, in like 2008 or something like that. It was, it was fairly recent. It keeps happening. So in the middle of May, the owners came back and they said, okay, we'll start the season, um, but that prorated salary, yeah, we want the players to take a percentage off that prorated salary as well. So the owners propose that not only do the players have to have a prorated salary, but now they have to take a percentage off that prorated salary. So for those who don't know, a prorated salary is basically this. In baseball, there are 162 games, and players get paid according to each game based on their yearly contract. So Mike Trout makes roughly $40 million a year, and so that divided you know, equally would give him a certain amount of pay per game. So what a prorated salary would do is say there's 100 games. Mike Trout would make the same amount per game that he would make in 162 games, but it would only be for 100 games. So it's less. It's less, but it's the, the amount of games that he's playing. So, you know, it's fair. It is what it is. You know, it's a shitty situation with everything that's going on in the world, but it's easily fixed by everyone choosing the prorated option. So that way people still get paid. Baseball still gets played. You know, everyone within, like, you know, clubhouses and stadiums still get to keep their jobs, get to work, and it's good. But the owners are being greedy. The owners want the, the players to take an additional 80% off of their prorated salaries. So the owners uh, suggested a 72-game, they proposed a 72-game season with 80% cut, or I guess it's a 20% cut, on their prorated salary, so they'll get paid for 80% of their prorated 72 games. That's like playing, that's like getting paid for 58 games and playing 72. It's not fair. It's not right. I don't get how the owners think that this is okay and that they can get away with something like this. How does this make sense at all? They're able to just say that, yeah, you know, we're going to go back on the deal that we originally had. We're going to try to hamstring these players and, you know, make them play because they got to play. And it's true. Baseball players have to play. They have to. And a lot of that is because of the rules that are already set in, set, uh, set in motion, you know, from previous agreements. Baseball has a real problem in terms of how their younger guys get paid. A lot of the guys that are drafted or that are signed from international signing bonuses are under team control for X amount of years. And it's not fair. You know, these guys, they can't make real money until they're like 26 or 27 years old, and then they can start getting those fat contracts that we've been seeing the last five years. Because at that time, those guys are like, hey, 
Now I know if I, I have to get a big contract because anything can happen. I can get injured, but I need to make sure that I get my guaranteed money. And that's completely fine with me because teams exploit these young guys all the time for stuff like this. In fact, when Mike Trout was first coming up, they didn't want to play him in 2012 originally because they didn't want to ruin his service time. So they sat him the first month of the season in April and they played fucking Peter Borges. And then Mike Trout wound up playing anyways and got second in MLB and M and AL MVP voting. But it's it's stuff like that that happens all the time. Here's a good example. So Fernando Tatis Jr. is probably a top three shortstop already. Like at this point, he's already a top three shortstop. You know, I I put him up there with Lindor and maybe Gleyber Torres. I think those are the three. That's my three. I don't I'm not a big Carlos Correa guy, obviously, because he's a fucking cheater. And I don't like Javi Baez because he just, I don't know, he's he's got a really punchable face. (laughs) He just does. He's got a punchable face. But, you know, Fernando Tati Jr., absolute stud. What happens if, you know, he's 21-22. What happens if Fernando Tatis Jr. gets injured? And he's no longer the same player that he was before. And because of that, he can't cash in on his game. He can't cash in on that. He's not going to get that contract anymore. And it's because he wasn't able to get paid early on. He's not going to make that money. And it's not fair. And it doesn't make any sense. So what this prorated salary does is it automatically hamstrings those guys that don't make that much money anyways playing baseball that might already, you know, be at that status where they deserve that money. And that happens quite a bit. So if these guys are going to be playing less games, there's with with and, and with a pay cut, there's not a lot of incentive to want to play, you know, like that. Because there's a chance that you can get injured and, you know, risk your, your future earnings because the owners wanted to be picky and not pay you your prorated salary. It's, it's backwards. It doesn't make any sense. It's not fair. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's tough. And I understand where the players are coming from in this. They think that the owners are trying to get them, and I agree. The owners make hand over fist on their teams. These teams are worth a couple billion dollars at minimum. Even the Royals are worth a billion dollars. You know, the Kansas City Royals, yeah, they won a World Series, but they're the Royals. I think the Rays are even worth a billion dollars. These guys are printing money and they're worried about these, you know, contracts, really? Mike Trout for 13 years, best player in the MLB is going to get paid $425 million. An owner in baseball will make $425 million in a single season, without a doubt. Between uh, you know, TV money and, and all that other stuff, they're going to make that much money. So I don't get why they're trying to screw over the players right now. Especially because if there is a season this year and there are playoffs, the players don't get any of the playoff money. It just does, It's always been in the contract that way that the owners get 100% of the playoff revenue. I think the, the players, I think they get a bonus. I'm, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think they get a bonus. So it's a mess. The owners are, are being completely wrong, and they're 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 just being dirty, and they're trying to they're they're doing this at the expense of the players, but they're doing it at the expense of the workers around the stadiums and the expense of the fans. That they can't get this together. Why is it always baseball that messes up like this? I don't understand why it's always like this. So last week, Rob Manfred he said, and it's a quote: "We're going to play baseball in 2020, 100 percent." But then today he says. I can't tell you I'm 100% certain that's going to happen. And today, by the way, is June 15th, 2020. 
he it's literally been four days and he completely changed his stance on whether they will be playing baseball or not how the fuck does that happen what is he doing how can you be so <laughs> i don't even know the word for it you're just you're just being ridiculous he's trying to pander to the fans being like hey we've you know we've put our best foot forward and you know now it's in the players court you know we've done all we can do no you haven't you're asking the players to take a cut on something that they shouldn't take a cut on on top of that let's get into the the numbers on this okay the baseball season at this point is probably going to be between 60 and 70 games that's a problem you know, that's not a that's not a good season. Baseball, in my opinion, is there are 162 games in a season. Every team wins roughly 60. Every team loses roughly 60. It's what you do with those extra 42 games that makes up your season. It's, if you look at the numbers, you look at trends and stat, standings from past years, it's how it is. You know, unless you're the Tigers last year and you win like 43 games or something like that, or the Dodgers a couple years ago where they won like 117, where, or not 117, 107, and it's just, it's crazy. But, you know, it's 162 games in a season because that's how you figure out who the really good teams are, and it normally averages itself out. Look at a, a good example last year is Cody Bellinger. In the first half of the season, Cody Bellinger hit a ridiculous 400. His OPS at a certain point was like 1,300, and that was before the All-Star break. That's ridiculous. But you're going to see numbers like that in this short game, in this short, uh, game window. It's going to happen. For sure it's going to happen. Guys are going to play way above their seed in a limited amount of games, and teams are going to cash in on that. Like There's going to be teams like the Blue Jays this year that are just going to get red hot because they got a lot of free-swinging bats, and they're, they're probably going to make the playoffs. I'll make that prediction right now. The Blue Jays will make the playoffs. I don't doubt that, especially with eight teams in the American and National Leagues. The Blue, team, the Blue Jays will make the playoffs. Another good example of that, Manny Ramirez, thinking like 07 or 08. He came in after he was traded to the Red Sox from the, to the Dodgers. Hit like 20 home runs in like 55 games or less. Was third in the NL MVP voting. But you're going to see that. It's going to for sure happen. There's no doubt in my mind that stuff like that isn't going to happen. And because of that, it's going to be it's going to be backwards. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to mess up a lot of things. It's going to mess up a lot of teams. You're going to have teams that don't deserve to be in the playoffs. And, you know, as a fan, it's going to be fun. You know, as an Angel fan, we, we're going to we, there's a good chance we can get into the playoffs, you know. But for a team like the Dodgers, you don't want that. You don't want all that inconsistency in a season. So why would you sign up to play for a season where you're, one, you're getting your pay cut, you know. But then, two, there's a lot, there's a lot of variables that could cause you to not win the World Series when you're projected to. Dodgers, by far, and I, I'm going to – a lot of my Dodger fans are going to be like, oh, I told you – Dodgers are the best team on paper this season, without a doubt. I forgot that they had David Price. I looked at their Dodgers Instagram video yesterday, and I was like, oh, crap, they have David Price in their team. Oh, fuck. And he's like their third or fourth starter. I think they're fourth starter. That's absurd. David Price. But, you know, last year, the Nationals, if you only play 50 or 60 games in a season, the Nationals don't make the playoffs, and they don't win the World Series. It's crazy, but it's going to happen. Aside from all that, I think the thing that's getting lost right now is the climate that we're in. We're literally watching a lot of these sports and these a lot of these leagues get it together and figure things out in a time where, you know, a lot of people aren't working, a lot of people don't have money, a lot of people can't afford food. It's a really rough time out there. And baseball is completely butchering the moment. 
they don't understand how bad this looks. <laughs> they don't get it. They don't, I don't, maybe they do. And I hope that there are some smart people there that actually do get it. But this is fucking ridiculous. In a time where, you know, it's sports. At the end of the day, this is just sports. This is purely fun. Yeah, there's money involved in it, but it's sports. And I, you know, it's not like life or death situation. They are complaining about money in a time where people don't have it. And these guys are already billionaires and millionaires. It's, it's really rough to fathom. And they're not reading the room. In a time where baseball is, it's hurting. Baseball's hurting from a fan perspective. You know, there are a lot of people like me that love baseball, love everything about it, love watching it, love talking about it. But then, like, you get a lot of people who, you know, I'm 27, there are a lot of people in their younger 20s and their teens that don't like baseball. It's not for everybody, and things like this are why it's not for everybody. Baseball is too corporate. It's become way too corporate, and stuff like this take away from the good graces of the game. Take away from the stars of the game. Take away. Wouldn't you much rather be talking about all the sluggers that could be slugging it out this summer instead of some fucking labor dispute? Yeah, the answer is unequivocally yes. It's 100% yes. And if it's not yes, then, I don't know, you should be at law school or something because you're obviously, uh, I guess, boring. I guess boring is the word. Yeah, I guess boring is the word. But it, it's it's rough. For the sake of the game and for the sake of you know baseball moving forward, they need to figure this out. They need to figure it out quick. Um, it's it's just a bad look. But we need baseball back. Baseball needs to come back. Whatever capacity we can get it in, it can come back. I just wanted to speak on behalf of the players. I know that no one, none of those players are ever going to listen to this, but it's not their fault. You know the quote, the Goodwill Hunting. It's not your fault. It's not your fault, players. It's not your fault. Yeah, I know. Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's not the player's fault. It's these greedy owners that are billionaires that have been taking all that they've wanted from these players for years and years and years. And I commend the players for holding their ground to a to a point. Okay, you can't hold it too much. You can't be like Blake Snell and you know say, "Oh, if I'm not getting paid, I'm not playing." Yeah, you're gonna have to live that down for the rest of your life, dude. It was the way you said it. It was how you said it. It was the 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 uh, the culture in which you said it. In today's current culture, in today's current climate, negative. I mean, it's not like anybody gives a fuck. You play in Tampa Bay, anyways. Nobody cares about Tampa Bay. Not even Tampa Bay people play against Tampa. Uh, care against Tampa, care about Tampa Bay. You ever seen a Tampa Bay fan? Me neither. Well, guys, that's a lot of my thoughts for episode one: MLBPA versus the Major League Baseball owners. If you want to get commenting on anything that we got going on here, go ahead and go on my Instagram, cam.cast. It's K-A-M.K-A-S-T. Go ahead and DM me uh, if you want to talk about this, have any thoughts about it, or if you like have any suggestions on videos I can do in the future that you're really curious about. Um, just let me know. I do a lot. I know a lot about the NBA. Baseball is probably my second love, but the NBA is my favorite love, absolutely. And I got a lot of thoughts on a lot of stuff, <laughs> which is why I'm, you know, doing this pod now. You know, it's it's part of the thing. So, uh, all right, uh, not a bad first episode. Uh, I'll see you guys next time. Hopefully, we'll be getting one to two episodes out a week. Uh, go ahead and follow on the Spotify as well, Cam.Cast, Instagram as well. I don't do Twitter, so I don't have a Twitter, but, you know, it is what it is. All right, guys. Stay classy.